This, 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 this is mythical. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hey, this is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. What you up to, son? Well, you know, Dad, I'm just taking it easy. I don't work as hard as you do. I mean, I'm pr- yeah. I'm prone to take a nap. You know, I might just take a little nap. I might have I might have took a little a little power nap right before this, and I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed of it. Well. I ain't, I ain't had time for no power nap today, but that's all yeah, right. Yeah, because you've been dressing up like a leprechaun. Hey, man, hey, w- when this show comes out, it's going to be St. Patrick's Day. So we got to dress up and get get green. For uh, you told me to wear Saint green, Patrick's Day. but I didn't know that I needed to go like full leprechaun like for this thing like you're doing. You got the green blazer. Oh, yeah, my golly. You got to be able to get to the end of the rainbow. That's that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Man, when I was a kid, I, used, I, I, I was very intrigued about finding the end of that rainbow. Never did it, though. You ever find the end of a rainbow? No, but uh, I, I've seen some pretty rainbows, but I, I, don't, I don't think that happens when you can... You can find the end of them, but you know these leprechauns. It, that, that lucky charm man, he ain't gonna let you find no end of it. He ain't gonna let you oh, get to that goal right. where you can get it from you. Oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. That's a, that's that's exactly what he says, and that's exactly how he says it. Yeah, yeah. I think the only way <laughs> to get to the end of the rainbow is by napping. That's why I do it so much. Are you a napper? You said you didn't nap today, but. Can you get well, a little some, shut up? Some days I'll come in and from working and <coughs> sit down and take a nap in between doing some stuff and then get up and go go back to work. And, uh, and so I, I do take a nap once in a while. Not every day, but some days. I got a special spot in my in my house. I got a, I got a special couch here for napping. But if I had to do it on this floor right here, I would do it. I just lay, just lay, just lay down, just lay down like, like a, like a dead body ready for inspection. Just, I could do it. I could do it. That's my claim to fame, man. That's my, that's, that's, that's my, uh, that's my special skill. 
Well, I don't know if that's a skill or not now. <laughs> that's a skill for you, though. I'm good at it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's good that you. I'll do it right now. Can take a nap like that and uh, you can't do that now, though. Oh, yeah. Wake we got to do yeah. the show. All right. I'm awake. We got to do the show. Yeah. So, what kind of dispatch you got for me today? Well, I got uh, people asked about some pictures of what I looked like years ago. And I, I got one here, and I think Logan's got them. Yeah, because we were talking about your different hairstyles. We're trying to get you a mullet. I don't know. What would yep. you call this hairstyle? You're looking dapper. That was in, I believe, about 1972. Man, look at that mustache. That thing looks heavy. Yeah. What do you call that hairstyle? Back then, you just called it long hair. <laughs> long, that was long hair back then? Yeah, that's pretty long. It was more of a mop top almost type of things. what I would call it. Yeah. You got another one? I got the only other one. Like most of my pictures is still up at Nana's house, but I found one when you and Chris got married. Me and you had a pet. That's me and you when you got married 20 some years ago. That's like the rehearsal dinner. You still rocking a mustache back then, but you got the short hair. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a buzz. Did, was it combed over or was that just standing straight up? Mm, I just think I just kind of combed it back. Okay. Kind of let it fluff up a little bit. You've liked to keep a, keep them guessing. That's something I've liked to do too. You just you change it a little bit over time. You keep them guessing. And of course now we're yeah with Nancy's approval last week we're heading into mullet territory. I just want to keep reemphasizing that this is a good plan for you. <laughs> I ain't made the call yet, but I hey, okay. I'm gonna, <clears throat> I'm gonna make that call and go get my hair cut and and <laughs> get it put in a mullet and see what it looks like. I ain't never had one. I'm seventy years old, so what the heck? Might as well go ahead and give it a whirl and see what happens. See how people like it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, don't do it just just for me and Nancy. You got to do it for yourself. But oh yeah, hey, just give it a shot. It, I'm going to give it a shot and see how, hey. Yes. It, it, it's yes. kind of like uh, when, when I went in the Army, they just cut it all off. It was skint, didn't have none. And it grows back. So, it grows you know, back? If you get it cut off, it'll grow back, and you can let, let it grow back and, and do it back another way. So that, mm -hmm. that's all you need. All you, <clears throat> I ain't too worried about it. So That's right. That's the spirit of adventure, you know? Just express yourself on your own head. I love it. It ain't nothing but hair. Ain't nothing but hair. You're still the same person. People are sitting on the edge of the internet just waiting for this mullet to, just to come to life. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. Well, I got I got some uh, emails from uh, Katie M. He said... <clears throat> What did the guy say when he got caught masturbating to an optical illusion? <laughs> to an optical <laughs> illusion? He got caught. He was like, it's, it's not what you think. That That's pretty close. It, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> it's not what it looks like. <laughs> it's an optical illusion. I am masturbating 
but it, it's not what it looks like. So yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not really doing it, but I am doing it. <laughs> That's yeah, saying. I'm doing it, but what I'm doing it to is not what it looks like. Yeah. So Check. Katie had... That, Good work, Katie. We, we checked that one right on off. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Katie. We read it. You didn't give us your full last name. I wonder why. Yep. Then we got an, another email from Holly Wallazak. Okay, full last name. Here we go. What do you call a whale that's not wearing underpants? Well, in any other circumstance, I would just call that a whale. Yeah. They are mammals, you know, whales. Yeah. So they have butt cheeks. I don't know if next time you look at a whale, look look up and there's there's butt cheeks because the way they evolved. You sure about that? Yes. And dolphins will have butt cheeks. <laughs> Well, I see some I dolphins down here at the beach once in a while. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm really going to have to pay more attention next time to see if I can see them butt cheeks. You got to get more. You got to get more of an angle on them. You got to okay. get the right angle. I think you got to be underneath them, or they got to be angled it the right way. Well, maybe I just have to go back to Disney World where I can see one up close and check it out. Then you're talking about Sea World. Sea World. That's right. Thank you. Yeah, SeaWorld's different. We're not supposed to go to SeaWorld anymore, Dad. You're not? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, nobody's, nobody's happy with what they do at SeaWorld. They've had to pivot away from sea life to just shows. Because people start exposing the, uh, the, the mistreatment of the animals at SeaWorld. Oh. So there you well, go. I'm sorry to hear that. But- you sorry for the animals or you sorry for SeaWorld? For the animals, good, yeah, good. Just want to clarify. Yeah. See, all right, we're on the oh, right but side. Back of this to what? Issue. What yeah, do you to... call a whale that's not wearing underpants? Oh, <laughs> I don't know, Dad. A free willy. <laughs> ah, free willy. Ah, <laughs> I should have got that. I should have got that. Rachel Wilbank sent us one in and says, "I re- I recently started taking." A dance class, and would love to see a video of you shagging. You you have prepped a video here? I think so. We're in Fat Harrell's. Fat Harrell's are dancing. Oh, man. Y'all are really in the mix. There's some commentary. Woo, look at him go. That's all you got to do, Rachel, just look up and... Take some, uh, just get get you a few few mm. lessons and more of them classes, and you and I don't know if you shag dancing or what kind you do, but if you want to do shagging, you you can pull up and look on YouTube and find a bunch of uh, <clears throat> lessons where you can learn how to. Well, she just watched do the you. steps. So. That's it right there. It's basically just below the ankle. Like all of the work happens from the ankle and below. From what I understand, there's a little bit of hand holding, but it's mostly yep. ankle and below action, right? Yeah, you just move your feet and turn, kind of pull your partner through and turn them around and do some different things. But it, I, it, you you put it right, just dance in a little circle right there. But ankle Look and what below. What you do, Rachel? What about the look on your yeah. face, though? 
because I was also noticing, like, Nancy has this, like, bemused look, like, there's nowhere I'd rather be. Mm, I'm doing a little shagging with Charles. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, what's your face? Show me the face that you make when you shag. I'm just, I usually just smile and look at Nancy. All right. Just, that's that's like, what I'm doing. Oh, like, like that? Yeah. Just smile? Yeah. You don't ever get that concentration face where you're like really trying to make sure you do everything right and then you realize that your face is just totally flaccid. Like, no, I don't get that. I, your mouth is I, open a little if bit. If we if we mess up and do something, I usually just laugh and just keep right on going. So you got to keep your face engaged. You, hey, you're just having fun and uh, dancing. So it, <clears throat> it's just something that you'd like to do and it's... If you mess up, just start all over and do it again. Just keep smiling and dancing. That's right. No, if you if you got the right look on your face, ain't nobody gonna know it. That's right. Seems like you know what you're doing. I, I hope that helped you out, Rachel. I said, but I got another email from Madison and says I recently got engaged and I am starting to plan my wedding for next year. I was wondering what was each of your favorite parts of your wedding. Okay, well, you you have a few to choose from. Oh, well, I, you have options out the wazoo. I, I'm just gonna go with the with my last one. Okay, that, that's that's the one that's worked out and been the best. Whether part of it was my fault or somebody else's, but yeah, let's go. Let's both go with our most recent weddings. Yeah. All right. So I, I got some. I got. I picked some pictures out. Oh yeah. The day we were we got married on the beach. Yeah, right there at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, you were still here. You hadn't moved to, out to California by then. That's beautiful. You were wearing all white and she was wearing red. My my wife, I, I, hey, that's another story. When we when we talked about getting married, Nancy said, I'm gonna wear whatever kind of dress I want this time. And I carried her to Raleigh and I sat out in the truck and she went in and that she Pick that and come out with a red dress, cause you know how Nancy she loves red. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Y'all got to you got to have your ceremony at your favorite place. Now I I do want to bring up your first wedding because I've seen pictures of when you and mom got married oh, and yeah. you were leaving the service. It was at Lillington Baptist Church, where yeah. Nana still goes to church, right? And because yep. I recognize the front of that place when you were leaving, there's photos of you being covered in With flour, like being flour. dumped, like a, an entire bag of flour being dumped on you right as you left the ceremony. You, and that was Uncle Johnny. What's the story there? He's done passed on now, so I don't reckon we can ask him, but he... <clears throat> he was just doing something to be mean, I reckon. <laughs> something. That I mean, that could choke you. That's like the cinnamon challenge. You could you could take a deep breath and that and die. Well, you could probably still ask your mama. She, she was one mad woman. Of course. Because <laughs> didn't you have a reception right after that? Yeah. And you were just covered in flour. Like you had a black tux on. I had to go kind of wash off and get all the flour out of my ears and my eyes and everything else. Yeah. 
I didn't have white. I didn't have black hair after that. It was all white. <laughs> <clears throat> the biggest thing with uh, when Christy and I got married was she was and her dad. They were very fixated on the fact they didn't want any of the groomsmen to do anything to her car. Like they didn't want to like put. Sh- they had heard like horror stories of people using shaving cream to write on the car and how it would remove the paint from the car. And so like there was all oh, this. Oh yeah. So like all of the shenanigans were like being, there was a, they had a friend who was like, he used to be a sheriff deputy or something and like he was guarding the car from any sort of shenanigans. And like there was a little bit of aggression there. I, all the groomsmen were like, I don't know, this guy really, he was like, really putting us in our place if we saying we couldn't do anything we couldn't have any fun well when me and your mama got married i hid my car and we just drove hers i won't two word <laughs> yeah because all of your friends and cousins and uncles i mean if they were building off of this this flower approach who knows what else they would have done to your car that's when i had that 66 chevy 2 super sport so <clears throat> I, I didn't want it messed up, so I had oh, yeah. it put up. One of my friends took it and hid it, and we drove your mama's pretty little blue, I'm pretty sure it was a little Comet car, Comet. Little, a Ford. Yeah. It was blue and white. Yep. I, of um, course, you were my best man in the wedding, and uh, I, I, I remember, you know, being back, I'll call it backstage, you know, the part of the church where like everybody's getting ready. And that I have this one picture of us all with our shirts off, like all of our groomsmen, including you. And we're like all yep. just like flexing with our shirts off, just having a good old time. It was a nice wedding. Yeah. Now again, I'm not saying that's my favorite memory. My favorite memory, of course, has to do only with Christy and how wonderful and beautiful she was. But I do remember you being shirtless and kind of looking like a like a hairy gorilla walking around. <laughs> yeah, if I ain't got no shirt on, I'm yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna look like a hairy gorilla because I I'm pretty hairy. That's right. <laughs> you did remember to put a shirt on before the service started, which I I appreciate. Oh yeah, I won't go out there and mess up your wedding. No, I'm not <laughs> gonna do that. I don't remember a lot of it. It's such a blur, you know. There was like. There was like hundreds of people there. It was a big wedding. It might have been 600 oh, yeah, people. Definitely 400. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big wedding. In Kinston, like, they, you know, her and her family knew so many people, and then all my people coming in from out of town, and so, like, that's a big wedding. And I just kind of felt like, oh, this is, it kind of felt like it wasn't just for me and Christy, but it was for everybody. Kind of like it felt like it was for the community, too, because so many, and extended family, which was nice in one sense, but like it kind of made it this a spectacle, like a blur almost. Yeah, I think that probably happens with most everybody. The ones that's getting <clears throat> married don't remember near as much about it as everybody else that was there. So that's probably normal. But it was a good it was a good wedding. It was a good wedding. It took, you know, the wedding took. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning. And we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Link, we got another thing we're going to do this week. The non-dirty, dirty word of the week. Okay. It's time for our non-dirty, dirty word of the week. We're not about sailing anymore, because that was a bit... No, this one ain't about sailing. All right. <laughs> what is it? <coughs> Tease hole. <laughs> Tease hole. Is this one word, or is there a space? It's a, got a hyphen in between it. Tease hole. Now, before you go for the main hole, you need to play around with the tease hole. There's an order to all this. If the tease hole was on a human, I think I would have known about it before now. And if I didn't, and it is, boy, this is going to be quite a revelation. So is the tease hole on a person? No. Okay. Well, now I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard of a bung hole, which wasn't originally a, a butthole. It was like in a... Like a hole in a barrel. Is it is it related in any way to a bunghole or pouring? No. If I look through the tease hole, would I expect to see one particular thing? Yeah, you you'd see one thing. And only one thing? Yeah. Is it liquid or solid? This part of it is is liquid. Okay, so there's liquid that you see through the tease hole. And you pour something in it. You pour stuff in the tease hole? You pour a little bit of that tease. Tea. You pour tea in it. No. I give up. It's, it's the opening in a glass maker's furnace through which the fuel is added. Oh. So, so you pour some fuel in a little hole where it ignites, where you can put the heats up, where you can shape your glass that oh. you're fixing. See, I've 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 probably seen one of these because I've done glass blowing before. Who would I tell you? That's a hot furnace. They really sh- pumping that tease hole. I like that <laughs> tease hole. I just like saying it. It's a glass blowing thing. All right, get your mind out of the gutter. Hey, Link. You want to hear a story, but you can't tell Nana. Those are the best ones. It's time for another edition of Don't Tell Nana. I got a a little thing that happened when I was about, I don't know, nine years old, eight or nine years old. And, you know, Uncle Johnny won't but about three and a half, four years, about four, three and a half, four years older than I was. So mm-hmm. he, we were more like brothers. And then 
his brother, Uncle Ross, and <clears throat> and my uncle, and you know, Uncle Ross was a big man, about 6'5", weighed oh, yeah. about 240 then. And, mm-hmm. I mean, ever what he, when he spoke, you listened, and you did what he said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he worked a public job besides farming, so he left me and Johnny a chore to do one day, and we had to spread fertilizer up and down the cornfield rows. Okay. And and we were spreading it, and Johnny said, well, I got something else I got to go do. You just go to the other end and spread part of the way, and I'll go to this end and spread part of the way. And I, I just did what Johnny said. So <clears throat> the next day when I left Granny's house and where Johnny stayed to, and went over to Uncle Ross's house, and he said, y'all spread all that fertilizer out? And uh, I, I didn't say nothing. And Johnny said, oh, yeah, we got it all spread it out. It, yeah. And there was fertilizer left over. Mm. And Uncle Ross said, y'all know I don't like not being told the truth. And he said, I done walked out across this cornfield, and all y'all did was spread fertilizer out from one end about halfway and the half end. Y'all didn't spread it out in the middle of the field. <laughs> and he said, I'm going to beat the shit out of both of y'all. And I said, oh, Lord. And he <clears throat> he was standing beside a 130 farm all, and he hit the farm all end of top of it and I mean he hit it and put a dent in the hood on it and until the day he sold that thing he could lay his hand in it and Link when he did that I flew I left Johnny there with him I went running I know (laughs) straight up through the cornfield going to granny's house mama's mama's house and I said he ain't gonna kill me he ain't gonna beat me (laughs) So Ooh, you, did I you take the fertilizer with you and start spreading it as you went? Oh, no. I'm getting the middle. I'm getting I, I the probably, middle, Ross. I, I, I probably should have. <laughs> so I, I got over there, and it won't but just a few minutes. I don't know what he did to Johnny, but he pulled up in the driveway, and I was standing out in the yard, and Granny, his mama, come out the door, and he told her what had happened, what he done, he said, I'm going to whoop his ass. I'm going to whoop it right now. <laughs> and Granny said, oh, no, you ain't going to get that pleasure. She said, I'll handle this. And she sent me out to the switch bush out there and said, God done break me a switch off, boy. And I went out there and, and I, hey, this wasn't the first time Granny had sent me to the switch bush because I was kind of a mean honorary little young and would do stuff I wasn't supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I know not to break a little switch off that won't going to be good. And Lord Link, I had a pair of shorts on and she wore, my, wore me out. I had whips on my legs. And you can't do that nowadays, but this was back in the 60s where if you grew up on the farm, you could get a switching. And I got a switching and I said, and then after that, we still had to go and put all the fertilizer out. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, so Uncle Ross, he, you know, I love my Uncle Ross, but 
when I was a little boy, I was I was about half scared of him because he, yeah. he was so big and he was the boss. So you remember? Oh you know, so. yeah, I I I loved all my uncles, which were Nana's brothers, and um, but by the time I knew Uncle Ross, he was like a gentle giant. Oh yeah, you know he could still. I mean the size of his hand and just he could <laughs> he could just wrap it around some piece of equipment and like I don't like just he could twist something off of anything <laughs> just like oh I'm gonna tw- I'm gonna twist this cap off of this piece of machinery uh, uh. it's pretty amazing and Uncle Johnny was just a uh he was more mouth he did all the talking if he wasn't dumping yep. flour on you at the at the wedding, yeah, I got fond memories of both of them for that, like that torturous summer I worked in, uh, in the tobacco fields with all y'all when I was fifteen, sixteen. But anyway, yeah, he was a gentle giant. But it, I think you might have got off better with the switch than if he would have uh, caught up with you before you got to Granny's, don't you think? Uh, well, she could lay a whooping on you too. So. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I thought you were her favorite. I thought you were going to tell me that, like, by the time you came back with the switch, Uncle Ross was gone and you didn't get a whooping. Hey, well, you got both parts right because I was, you know, I was the first grandson and I was her favorite. They won't no doubt about it. But uh, when you didn't do what you were told to do where, uh, where they were at, you had to uh, suffer the consequences, so I I suffered them and <clears throat> learned a, and I hey I learned a lesson. I bet you know I'm seventy years old, and all the years except Uncle Ross died a, like a year or so ago. I you you can sure believe I didn't never tell him another lie. Nope. I learned my lesson. I tell. I told him that I might tell somebody a fib once in a while, but it won't him. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> oh, don't tell Nana. <laughs> well, I reckon we're going to have to wrap this uh, podcast. and Not before you go pull a, one more switch for me. Charles, you go out there and pull a switch. Well, I got some stuff around here to get a switch, but I, I'm hoping I don't need one no more. So you don't need one <laughs> okay. anymore. Yeah. If somebody tells you to pull a switch, you can't pull a little baby one and you can't pull a huge one. You gotta you gotta make a good choice. It's a tough choice to make. Hey, it's pretty bad when you have to pull one that you know you're gonna get beat with. <laughs> Nobody needs to pull switches today. We've done a good job. We've been completely honest. Well, all you Myrtle Beasts, I link you. You got a you still got a lucky set of balls, so I hope you keep up with what's going on with them and throwback! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've been right. sitting on that one for uh, quite a while. And I haven't been sitting on my balls. I just wanted to clarify that. And you haven't been sitting on my balls. You've been sitting on the, the line. Thank you for saying that, Dad. Yep. Thank you. Well, it was fun having all y'all here with us today. And y'all come on back next Tuesday and next Thursday for another one. And keep looking up the podcast and the videos. and Tell your friends uh, about it. Tell your friends about it, and if you got a joke, a question, a comment you'd like to share with me, just email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So we're going to swing into something next week and see what else we can get into soon. 
I hope you've enjoyed the show this week and happy St. Patrick's Day. All right. Thanks, Dad. Good work. No switch needed. Yeah, I don't believe I ever had to use a switch on you. Nope. So I love you. Love you too.